This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tonight's edition of the Rock and Roll Happy Hour is supported by Urge Gastropub and Mason Ale Works. I always worry when we sit down and we get ready to open up the microphones and Ken's first words to me is, I got a whole pocket full of fart jokes. A whole pocket full of fart jokes and they're ready to roar or something. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour at FM 94.9. It's Jeremy with me tonight, as always, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. How's uh, married life treating you these days? Am I married? Oh, well, I mean, you're married to your work. D- there you go. Do I work? Well, yeah. I mean, how many craft beers, on average, do you drink a day? Uh, it's, it's, wait, I'm running out of the, fingers see, here. See, this is like a committed relationship. Yeah, that's, that, that's right. Yeah, huh? When hey, you man. lose count, that just means you're that involved. You know, I, I am just... I am just passionate about the craft scene here in san diego and and about drinking and i'm trying to stay drunk i mean informed about the uh the local scene it's well, it's amazing you definitely brought some uh, some very informed people with you here tonight and voted uh, you said the best new brewery in 2017 by whom uh, i believe it was a san diego magazine readers poll well, how about that pariah brewing in the studio with us we've Yay! congratulations by the way tonight what uh, up? welcome to the program i've heard so much about you guys. You know what? I I gave Brian his personal new hire orientation tour when he joined Stone. So in a way, I'm kind of responsible for where he's at today. <laughs> I was going to say, I, he doesn't look like he's <laughs> that <hero>. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually gave me my first tour of Stone in on my 24th birthday. There you see, see. I take full was, credit for everything. Six years ago. Leading well, you know way. what? If you could just get some stock in the company, then it might actually mean something. <laughs> stock in the company. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pariah Brewing, a great spot. You guys are located in that uh, that building on the corner of El Cajon and Ohio that's got Epic Brewing it. It's got San Diego Brewing. You guys are sandwiched right in the middle of the two of them. And Correct, yep. I, Wait, I, Hamby's ears just perked up. He's like, oh. oh yeah, my girlfriend Jessica and I, because when we want to go right next door to Lips, yep. uh, and you guys are there, that's it. That's even more of an enticement. Can, can you feel? You can hear the excitement in his voice. <laughs> I think you found a long time Yeah, fan. he's over yeah. here playing Pokemon Go or something, and then all of a sudden he's like, hey! People still play that? <laughs> That's what I said. But Andy you know, plays everything. I'm on Twitter. It's a different Pokemon. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay gotcha. <laughs> uh, I love the ethos behind Pariah Brewing, because you guys are not afraid to step outside the norm, do things different. You're not afraid to be criticized, but you know what? At this point, no one's criticizing you for your beer game, because you're making literally Literally, some of the best beer in San Diego right now. Thank you. And uh, tonight, we're going to sample some of your wares. I believe you brought all your uh, your core beers, right? I know you do most some, of them. Yeah. This is something you guys do year round, and I just I can't wait. I just want to start with the first beer right now. What uh, what is this? Uh, this is our off white wit. So um, this is a year round beer. It's actually inspired by Taiwanese boba tea. If you've ever had that, uh, absolutely. Up at the places over by O'Brien's, they do it a lot, but. Um, Someone actually asked me, they said, hey, can I take your beer and serve it with the tapioca balls inside of it? And, oh. and I said, no, 
and I said, well, what beer do you normally use and what flavor do you think it adds? And he said he typically used one of the BS big beers. And I'm like, no, I can do that one better. I'm just going to make a beer with all of it in there. And I wanted to make a beer that would pair perfectly with a banh mi sandwich. Oh. So, you don't happen to have one of those in your that pocket. Would be no, <laughs> but I, now I want to go to Tiger Tiger for dinner. There you go. <laughs> Well, this is wonderful, man. It's it's got so much flavor to it. A lot of people hear like wit, and it's like meh. Wit is probably one of my least favorite styles, and usually when I see wit, I'm like, uh, this. So, something you'll forget, you know. Well, after, yeah, because so. they're 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 very one dimensional. You know, they're they're just they're, they're not memorable. This beer, I will remember because this this tastes like something that I want to drink a crap ton of. Well, and what gets me is just how incredibly crisp it is on the finish. Man, it is it's, it's almost like palate ginger in there. Yeah, there's a little bit of ginger, just a touch. I didn't want it to even be like, oh, this there's ginger, but I wanted it to play with the lemongrass to kind of bolster it up a little bit. The ginger um. plays with the lemongrass, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, over the boat. Do you, are, are, do you do a lot of cooking as well, Brian? I'm just curious because to, to balance ginger, lemongrass with ginger, I mean, that's 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 almost looking at things from a culinary aspect. Yeah, I actually got into brewing because of cooking. Uh, I'm a huge Food Network fan, and I'm in particular, I'm a huge fan of Elton Brown and his show yes. Good Eats. Elton Brown, yeah, that guy's um, a genius. That guy is a walking dictionary. Yeah. You know, he, you know, some of the stuff he does, they'll be cooking something, and they literally pull out carrots, onion, celery, and like a thyme sprig, and he's like, "Oh, you're making this French soup," and it's like, "How the hell do you know that?" Genius. So the guy's just a yeah. walking uh, encyclopedia. But he actually did an episode on brewing, and I'm like, "Am I allowed to cuss?" <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just trying to see if how much I can actually talk, like as myself here. Bring it out, brother. Bring it out. It Luckily, the FCC has given me this little this little thing right here. So anytime you say I can do, but no, I'm like, dude, I'll give it a try. I, I want to uh, I want to try brewing beer, and I tried it, and the first batch came out good. Second batch came out horrible. Third batch came out good, and I've never stopped since then. So. Wow. Well, thank goodness because th- this is awesome. You've got this mastered. I, I guess this is only something. I mean, you, you're not canning beers. You're not bottling beers. Are you doing growler sales on site? Uh, no, and there's a lot of people that I think want to hang me up by my neck for that. Hey, but, you, you um, can only make so much beer as one. Night. Right. We well, we wanted to be bottling out of the gate, and we actually have a bottling line in house. And I hate growlers because they're just not. It's just an inferior vessel for beer, and not to mention the fact that no one brings in a clean growler. It's like everyone brings in a growler <laughs> yeah. that looks like it's got literally a. High school science experiment growing in it, and I'm like, dude. First of all, I'm not paying my bartenders to clean this. Second of all, there's no chance in hell my beer is going in that thing. So we wanted to bottle right away, but um, between the government taking their sweet time and a very landlord friendly lease, uh, the funds to buy the actual bottles themselves and get going were gone. But fortunately, oh. uh, there's something <laughs> called Tap Hunter, and right. there are other tools of the trade where we can find your stuff on tap all around town. Yeah, there's we have tons of bars around town. If not, just come to the tasting room, man. We're open seven days a week, oh. and, and there's no better place to get it than at the tasting room. You know, I would. I this is so flavorful and so clean and so wonderful. I don't think I would have even known it was a wit. I wouldn't have guessed it. I, I would have thought this was some sort of. Exotic but it's still pale. it's still got that wit quality to it. You still know it's witty. It is witty. <laughs> it's very witty. I feel witty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Get some music on because uh, well, I, I got a feeling I'm going to need that FCC button roll, some rock more. Rock and roll. It's a rock and roll happy hour on FM 94.9. I can tell. I like you already. It's a rock and roll happy hour on FM 94.9. It's Jeremy with me tonight. Our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And we've got Brian from Pariah Brewing at a North Park. Find them right off the corner of El Cajon and Ohio Street. They are making some 
killer beer, and I am not afraid to say that, starting off with the uh, Off-White Wit, which, if I can just paraphrase some of the ingredients of that, it's got ginger, it's got lemongrass, it's got... Was it blood orange honey? Is that what it was? No, orange blossom honey. Orange blossom and honey. And jasmine yes. green tea. And jasmine jasmine green, tea. green tea. What a wonderful dance of flavor. And I'll tell you, when I did a little research on your guys' brewery, I was totally stalking you on Facebook, checking out some of the beers. The next one we're going to do, the stout, I am geeked on. The fact that it's got molasses and coconuts and coffee. I'm dying to try this beer. So talk to me about it. Right. Make me salivate. So uh, I, first I want to ask Ken if he knows something. Do you know what Dorcha is? You know Dorcha. What I, I know where Dorchester is. Okay. Yeah. But So Dorcha is actually an old Gaelic word. Uh, it's like a female given name that means like dark, dus- dusky, or enigmatic. So I really like that. I'm Irish as hell. I'm like 80% Irish. So I oh, then you know do... where Dorchester and Southie is and all that. And right. You, and you do want to fight me. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I knew we had something in common, Brian. I knew we had something in common. Just got to bring the Boston out of us. But uh, so... A couple more drinks and the mass hole will come through. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still sober. So, so, yeah. So this is my throwback to my heritage. I wanted to do an Irish-inspired beer. Uh, so big old 7.2% foreign extra stout. Oh, wow. Um, but there is molasses in it, and we also use some fair trade cocoa nibs and a rad proprietary blend of coffee from Bird Rock in La Jolla. Oh, my mm. goodness. There are there are nice, w- without overkill. The flavors are all just doing it's, a nice, subtle it's, dance. It's this this like wave of flavors where <clears throat> you get the first one, and before that dies out, the second one comes in. Before that dies out, the third one comes in. This is a pleasure to drink from front to back. It's got like, it's almost got tobacco-y notes in yeah, it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my favorite part is the tobacco, and sometimes Dark. I get a little bit of licorice. You know, and, and what's great, too, is this is a style of stout that not a lot of people make. You know, people, everybody's all over the imperial stouts. Big, boozy, bourbon barrel-aged, 10, 11, 12%. A foreign export stout is going to be a little heftier than a, than just an American stout or a dry Irish stout, but it's still got some of those earthy, funky notes that like a dry Irish stout has, only mm. more intense and deep. Yeah, slightly lower pH than a normal stout would be to, to throw back to the Irish thing, but um, I think it's awesome. I, for me, it drinks like a 5.5% beer, yeah. oh, which is what's fun to get in trouble with this beer. Like, yeah. like at 7, <laughs> you said 7.5? 7.2. I would expect to get some, just some some slight, like almost fusel alcohols in a beer where it's starting to climb up like that. This this no. drinks like a 5% beer. This no, is- and, and it, it, it doesn't have a, ling- there's nothing lingering or syrupy about it too, which is what you get with a lot of the more flavorful stouts. It's like you're not hiding anything in this yeah. beer. You, you don't have one thing trying to compensate for another. They're all kind of, they're they're intertwined, all these flavors, and they're, they're just enhancing each other as you drink the beer. You know, I, I think Thank Brian's you. starting to get bed sores from us kissing his ass so much. Much during tonight's show. Um, I don't know about bed sores, but I'm getting a boner. <laughs> <laughs> that note. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> You're awkward. It is a rock and roll happy hour at FM949, drinking with our friends from Pariah Brewing. No, I wasn't directing that to you guys. I was talking to Ken. It just, sometimes the things that come out of his mouth are absolutely unbelievable. I, now, I'm about to say something very outlandish. Drinking that last beer, that Dorch Extra Stout, we're talking about the uh, the adjuncts in that beer. And, you know, it, it you, you kind of remind me of like a West Coast dogfish head because you're, you're using offset ingredients it. to make really, really, really damn good beer. Thank you. 
That's a huge compliment. Then there's something about you two and Dogfish Head. We love Dogfish Head. I mean, Dogfish Head is really what got me into craft beer originally. I started dating Brian, and um, I really didn't know much about beer. And I kept no one him, warned you about dating brewers. Yeah, <laughs> no one warned me about dating Brian specifically. <laughs> so <laughs> it really got me on that one. So um, no, I mean, we were just hanging out at a local bar, and I told him, "Man, I really hate light stouts. You know, anything that has no body to it." And he said, "Here you go, try this." And he gave me Bitches Brew from Dogfish Head. Oh, yeah. There you go. And I was sold. After that, man, I was trying everything they had and, and really got into craft beer after that. So follow up a couple of years later, we went on um, our first trip over to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and Brian proposed in the brew pub over there. Hey, uh, you romantic, you. Yep, very romantic until they tore down the original brew pub. They, did they tear down the Rehoboth yeah. Beach spot? Well, they built up this really cool one next to it, but we said, man, the memories. What the hell with it. Fine, let's just drink a beer and, <laughs> and memory. Whatever, what you poured out next? It smells hoppy, and I like Ooh, it. Ooh, the smell. This is our clearly juice double great. IPA. Oh. Yeah, not, not hazy double IPA? <laughs> yeah, pulp, you know what? We call yeah. it pulp-free. Pulp-free. Pulp I like it. I like it. Beautiful color, and, and I'm surprised. The, the color that it is, it's it's a golden yellow, and it's a double IPA. I would expect, you know, with all that extra malt in there, it'd be a little, a little, little darker than this. Dude, this is like velvet. This is so smooth. <laughs> oh, my you. goodness. You wanted to say it was so... Good, didn't you? I, you know, there were a lot of expletives that came to mind just now. I just, I just, there were so many available, I couldn't decide which one to use. This, I mean, it, it's so smooth and supple with a perfect bitterness that just it dovetails. Into. Will you please get your lips off his ass? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can't. For, for thirty seconds, let him talk about. He, this he's beer. an attractive man. <laughs> oh, Got a face for radio. Clearly, juice double IPA. Obviously, you're carrying your love and uh, and craftsmanship to some of your other beers into your IPA. And we all we all appreciate that. What is going on with this beer, man? Well, this is, I think is the first time that we've been we've been pariah in in San Diego because we're taking a trend and absorbing that trend and doing it in our way and pushing it back out. But in doing that, we made sure that we were doing something that no one else has done. So this is pioneering brand new te- brand new hop technology that's literally still basically in, in I don't know, in testing, I would say. Brand new hop this technology. Point. Have, yeah. what, 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 what did you do to make it bigger, faster, stronger? So this is uses what's called lupulin powder, which is essentially removing all the vegetal matter from the hop and just getting the concentrated goodness or the hash of the hash. <laughs> Hash, hop hash. Of, hop hash. That's what it is. It's hop hash, brother. Can and you, when you explain it in the tasting room, of course, they'll say, I don't understand. I don't understand. Then you say hop hash, and they go, oh, yeah. gotcha. Oh, gotcha. yeah, bro. I totally understand. It's weird how Californians understand that. So you could make brownies out of this, then. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I would love hop hash brownies. Hop hash <clears throat> that would yeah, be red. Yeah, 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 wow. But yeah, this is this is cool because we actually released this for the first time as an April Fool's joke. It came out on April first, and we promoted it in the exact same way that all the breweries do the hazy IPA, saying like you know limited and yada yada yada. It became so popular immediately that we had to call YCH Hops and basically say like, dude, please, can I get this enough of this stuff to brew this year round? And uh, thankfully, we've got it. And I, we have to be one of the first contracts for this variety of hop. So you you have cornered the hop contract on lupulin powder. I, I, I would think we're one of the first ones to at least contract <laughs> it. so awesome. So yeah. what, what, what is the hop profile in here? I mean, it is just so smooth and juicy and mm-hmm. wonderful. It's predominantly the, the hop hash itself, for the the um, lupulin powder is actually mosaic, uh, which you could throw mosaic at yeah. anything and it would smell good. So, um, But then 
it's also even more no-brainer using Amarillo and uh, Simcoe. Yeah. Amarillo, Simcoe, Mosaic. How can you go wrong? There you go. It's tropical and Trifecta. dank at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect San Diego IPA, but it's not a perfect San Diego IPA. Just <laughs> falling under to what Pariah is at its very core. Yeah. Now, tell us about the name Pariah. I mean... Well, Pariah is uh, can, a lot of times going to have negative connotation in terms of like religion or uh, being essentially a social outcast or whatever you want to call it, but that's not how we see it. Um we were just trying to think of the easiest way we could convey to people that when you come into our doors, don't expect anything you've gotten any anywhere else. So we want to be different. That's our intention. With 130 plus breweries, there's enough Nelson IPAs. Make something else. And we wanted that to be the top priority. And how do you convey that? We just put it on the door. I'm glad like you it. did. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. This all makes me warm and gooey inside, so I better play something before I start to become Ken Wright and put my lips on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> What, dodgeball? Oh, Rip Torn. Oh, you know. We were, we were just talking off air. Hamby was uh, was lamenting on some of the best movie lines ever. And what, what was what was the line again, Hamby? Uh, I drink my own urine because it's sanitary and I like the taste. Thank God none of the beer we're drinking tonight awesome. fits under that. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. It's yeah. Jeremy. With me as always, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And we've got Brian from Pariah Brewing drinking with us. Amazing, amazing, amazing beers. This is some of the best stuff that uh, I think we've had on the program in, in the last week or so, I, I, I would say, at least. It's been at least a week since we've had <laughs> great beer. We've had the Clearly Juice Double IPA. We've had the Dorcha Extra Stout. We had the Off-White Wit. And this one is, uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of excited to try this one, not just because of the name Erotic City. The fact that it's got honey, it's got muscat grapes, and it's got grains of paradise. Something that does it have muscat love? <laughs> There's a reference for all the old people in the audience. <laughs> Shout Captain out, Captain Neil, baby. All right. <laughs> muscat love, muscat Sally, Bring muscat Sam. Bring it in. Bring it in. Find find the peaceful place. Find the peaceful place. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying not to jump across this. There is no hiding from my humor. <laughs> well, where's the humor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good All question. All right, fine. Well, I I, I will admit, uh, Brian, I'm very I, I'm enjoying your beers because there's a certain culinary aspect, and since we have the same love for Alton Brown, I can understand where you're coming with a lot of this. This beer confuses the absolute crap out of me. Good. How? I mean, where, where do you come up wow, with a beer yeah. that you know it kind of blends almost mead, wine, and beer all together? Uh, my wife. She, oh, this is her beer. She came up with the ingredients, not me. Krista, so when picking the ingredients <laughs> sure. for this and not being a contrarian, how do you decide to throw grains of paradise in anything? Because, first of all, no one knows what the hell it is. <laughs> and, I mean, who really makes a beer with it? Yeah, you know, honestly, I'll let Brian take over from me on that part. So the thing is, what I did is come up with the more wild idea in terms of we had a beer that kind of was like a wine-beer combo, and I thought, man, this would be awesome if we did something like this. So, you know, one night I'm just throwing things at Brian and saying, what about, you know, muscat grape in a beer and honey and just having something taste that's sweet but also is going to allow people that like wine and like meads to also have an introduction to to beer. But that's also the finesse that we've seen in all the other beers is saying like, okay, babe, here's a bunch of weird So um, you take this and you make it drinkable. So what he did at that point is takes 
um, like he does with any other beer, takes these little ingredients, adds them in to make it balance. You know, so you use muscat grape and you use honey in the beer, it's going to be sweet. So what was your process at that point to balance it out? Just keeping you happy. Yeah. yeah that was the process. Not getting hit. I said, I said yes, babe. <laughs> Stat. You know what? That, that right Bring there, it tomorrow. That, that's the key to a long-lasting relationship. She herself said she was throwing things at him one night, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm yeah, glad that's not Maybe I did throw a grain marriage. of paradise, yeah. and he, he yeah. popped in his mouth. He said, holy smokes, this is really going to balance out that sweetness. <laughs> holy smokes. <laughs> it's almost peppery. Yeah. You know, in Louisiana, we call it alligator pepper. I really Stars. didn't even know what yes, it was myself you know it until he oh, said yeah. he was going to throw yeah. it in the beer, and I thought, yeah, you know, right. Yeah, That'll balance it out, yeah. It's it's a cool ingredient, but we like giving it to people on a small scale. You know, people come in the tasting room and say, oh, "I want to try the grains of paradise." I'm like, "Okay, but you know, it's like pepper." So wait, wait. So people like can come pepper. to your tasting room and taste the ingredients that go into the beer. Yeah, a lot of times, if, if someone walks up and they're confused on what's in the beer, Whoa. we have no problem showing them here. Here's exactly what we use. Wow. Eat it. And, Eat it. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> you guys have that. I'm gonna shove it down your throat. Do you guys have that glass shield like at Subway in case people? Sneeze on the. I'm just. It <laughs> <laughs> ain't the buffet, Hamby. I'm always but, uh, that person at Subway where I just reach over it to see how uncomfortable they get, and I'm like, "You can't take <laughs> how far me away." Can I go? You are heartless. You are so heartless. I cannot Clean believe that you. shield. Oh, this is good. Well, cheers yeah. to a uh, a fantastic new brewery in San Diego. You guys are making cheers. amazing beers. I would highly suggest anybody come try your wares. You'll find them off the corner of El Cajon and Ohio. Just find them on Facebook. Really, I mean, if you see San Diego Brewing Company, you're there. Epic's in the back. They're sandwiched in between. What lips. about lips? That's true. Wait. What yeah, about that, lips? If, yeah. If, what about lips? If that's not enough of a draw. We're the best pre-party. Most, most, <laughs> most enjoyable lap dance I've ever had. I'm just saying, that is know. a selling point for a brewery. Yeah. You are definitely a pre-party by lips. lips. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, the girls come in dressed up. We'll play some prints for them before See? they get going. So. Yeah. Oh, speaking of prints, that's a great way to walk out. We'll play the uh, the namesake for this beer. It is the Rock and Roll <laughs> Happy Hour. Oh, baby. R.I.P. Huge thanks to our friends, Urge Gastro Pub and Mason Ale Works, for supporting the Rock and Roll Happy Hour, making tonight's episode possible. For all the details of the beers we drank, it's all posted online at fm949st.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.